Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is 7 News with Angela Cox. Good morning. Victoria has recorded the lowest number of new coronavirus cases for almost two months. 70 cases of COVID-19 and five more deaths. Louisa Cheatley is in Melbourne. Louisa, there's a sense of hope across the city today. There is, Ange. It's been a really tough six weeks for Victorians under these stage four restrictions. But with the case numbers dropping like this, it would appear that the tough lockdown rules are working. 70 new cases and five deaths are the lowest numbers we've seen since early July. Now, our Premier Daniel Andrews has indicated that he'll reveal our roadmap out of this lockdown on Sunday, and those changes will be implemented from September 13th. He's received a lot of backlash for his lack of communication about exactly what Victorians can expect in this next phase. But just in the last hour, a deal has been struck. Victoria's state of emergency will be extended by six months. That will give the Chief Health Officer the power to enforce lockdown rules like wearing masks and gatherings outside. But just exactly which restrictions will be enforced are anyone's guess at this stage. That will be up to the Premier, Daniel Andrews, to announce to us on Sunday, and Okay, thank you, Louisa. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian is in Albury on the border with Victoria today, where she has just announced a greater border bubble. Evan Batten joins us from Sydney. Evan, the Premier says she wants to help the local community. Oh, Angela, good morning to you. There's great news all around here, really. And the statistics from overnight, uh, the reported new cases of COVID-19 till 8pm last night, really paint a fantastic picture, plus the uh, announcement you just mentioned there. We know there were 13 new cases reported till 8pm last night. Thankfully, no mystery uh, infections amongst them. Uh, we know that two of them were from hotel quarantine, 11 linked to other known clusters already. Now, the Premier, as you said, is on the border, has just made an announcement a short time ago. Essentially, this is good news for those living on and around the border between New South Wales and Victoria. We're able to relax the, uh, the bubble so that there's greater freedom for residents to be able to move around. Let's take a listen to part of what uh, the Premier had to say a short time ago. 
From this Friday, uh, the border community, the border region will be extended to that initial 50 kilometres on either side of the border. Uh, Service New South Wales and the community has a few days to adjust to that. We wanted to make sure uh, that unlike previous changes, we gave as much notice as possible so that people would be able to start planning ahead. Angela, again overnight we got to see the mechanics of dealing at the coalface with coronavirus. Uh, a Thai restaurant in Newtown, this one, Time for Thai, was in for a deep clean. You saw those pictures of uh, well-dressed cleaners going through and giving the whole restaurant a very thorough clean. That's because last Friday uh, an infected person dined at that restaurant. They're asking anyone who ate there between 5 and 8pm last Friday night to go into isolation, monitor for conditions and get tested, uh, make themselves known to authorities. The contact tracing team are working overtime to try and get in contact with everyone who went to that restaurant. Angela, another good news, uh, you'll remember the uh, Thai Rock at Wetherill Park with that known cluster flared up quite a few weeks ago. Now, good news for them, they are reopening today and certainly hoping to win back the confidence of customers. Angela. Okay. Thank you, Evan. A former bikie who has been diagnosed with coronavirus has been arrested as he flew into Queensland from Victoria. Joel Dry is in Ipswich this morning. Joel, there's been two new cases of coronavirus recorded in Queensland and this attempted border breach has police fuming. It has, Ange. Good morning to you. Yes, two confirmed cases here in Queensland, but it is a third potential case that has authorities most concerned. Notorious criminal Shane Bowden has surfaced here in Brisbane and is suspected of almost bringing coronavirus with him. And it's been a pretty eventful uh, couple of months for the former Mongols bikey. He got out of prison. He was shot in a driveway of a Melbourne home and we know he contracted COVID-19 but then went off of the radar. Police have been looking for him for some time. Yesterday he was discovered at the Brisbane airport after flying from Melbourne to Brisbane on a Jetstar flight. He is now in hotel quarantine. Police are talking to him and it is likely he will be retested to see if he is still infectious with the disease. However, the, uh, the Chief Health Officer and Premier have both said this is evidence of just how well our border lockdown is working. This is great work from the police that have been able to apprehend this man who was trying to get into Queensland illegally. This goes to show how strong our border measures are and the fact that they are working. So we wait to see if that third case is confirmed, but the two definite cases are, first of all, a 37-year-old male nurse from the Ipswich Hospital. He has been working in the COVID unit and been in direct contact with a number of people who are part of the wider cluster that is centred on the Brisbane Correctional Facility to the west of Brisbane. The second case is a senior student here at Staines Memorial College, the second student to test positive in just a couple of days. As a result, all staff and all students here at the educational facility will be tested in coming days. Ange? OK, thank you, Joel. In other news, tensions with China could escalate following the arrest of another Australian citizen with Chinese-born television anchor Chung Lei detained in Beijing. Live to Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Olivia, the Australian government is being very measured in its response to this. 
Yes, only just revealing that they're informed by Chinese authorities more than a fortnight ago that Ms Lei had been detained. She'd been working for China's state-run broadcaster CGTN, having studied at the University of Queensland. Her two young children remain in the care of family, of family in Melbourne. Australian diplomats were allowed a video call with her last week, but it's still unclear why she's been arrested. And the Australian government will continue to provide Ms Lay and her family with every consular assistance that we can uh, and that we hope these matters can be resolved in a timely and proper manner. And Olivia, the government has hit back at criticism from two former prime ministers over superannuation. Yes, insisting that no decision has yet been made on plans to uh, possibly shelve an increase in the super, superannuation guarantee from July. Former Labor Prime Ministers Paul Keating and Kevin Rudd have warned it would be a cowardly theft of retirement savings. But the government concedes the planned increase could hurt wages growth and cost jobs. What's really at stake here, Koshi, is just working families watching your program this morning having a decent retirement. We now face some very serious circumstances and we need to make a decision that it doesn't happen until next year. There is no rush in this. Now, to delay the increase, the government would still need to convince enough crossbench senators to pass new legislation with a decision expected to be announced in coming weeks, Ange. OK, thank you, Olivia. In breaking news, Cronulla star Bronson Sherry has been issued with a breach notice from the NRL over his positive drug test. More than nine months after the ASADA doping test, Sherry's B sample has finally been confirmed as positive for a banned anabolic steroid. The 19-year-old rising star faces a ban of up to four years from all sports. Seven News understands he will request a hearing before the NRL Anti-Doping Tribunal in an attempt to have the length of that ban reduced. Sherry has been professionally suspended since late May when news of the positive test was first made public. A man has been shot numerous times in southwestern Sydney. Police found the victim who had suffered five bullet wounds on Garong Road in Lakemba. The victim has undergone surgery and his injuries are not considered to be life-threatening. Police say the man is known to them and the shooting is believed to be targeted. Thousands of Australians remain stranded overseas as they struggle to book limited seats on flights back home. Many in the UK now face a worrying time with their visas expiring after the British government extended, ended an extension period for those caught out by the pandemic. Europe correspondent Sarah Greenolch explains. It is an incredibly stressful and confusing time for the thousands of Aussies who remain stranded overseas. Australians living here in the UK since the beginning of the COVID pandemic have automatically had their visas extended by the British government, but that period officially ended today. Anyone who didn't do the paperwork, who didn't apply to the Home Office for a further visa extension is now essentially in breach of the law. They needed to prove that they have been trying their very best to get back to Australia, but can't due to the country's strict incoming passenger caps, and that is exactly what is happening. Only 4,000 people are allowed into the country each week, so passengers who have paid for tickets on flights home are being repeatedly bumped off. They are being kicked off those flights as airlines try to meet the tough restrictions, and that is often after they have paid a fortune for their ticket.
We spoke to one girl here in London today whose flight next week has been cancelled. Her visa expires tomorrow and her lease on her apartment ended today and hers is by no means the worst story. DFAT says the passenger caps are essential to maintain the integrity of the national quarantine system, insisting they will not be reviewed until the end of October, making Australia's restrictions against its own citizens some of the harshest in the world. President Trump has escalated a war of words with Democratic challenger Joe Biden over civil rights protests. It comes as the president plans to visit Kenosha, a city that saw a black man shot in the back and days of rioting. US correspondent Paul Kadak has more. Good morning, Angela. Joe Biden was back on the campaign trail today in Pittsburgh and he was on the attack, calling Donald Trump a toxic presence who was inflaming anger and stoking violence in this country. The Democrat candidate condemning the recent rioting, looting and arson as nothing but lawlessness, but accusing the president of using it as a political lifeline to save his campaign. He's supposed to be protecting this country, but instead he's rooting for chaos and violence. The simple truth is Donald Trump failed to protect America. So now he's trying to scare America. Donald Trump firing back. The, the wave of violence and destruction that we've seen in recent weeks and months has occurred in cities exclusively controlled and dominated by the Biden, Joe Biden party. Biden's strategy is to surrender to the left-wing mob, which is exactly what he's doing. I don't think he even knows what he's doing. He keeps telling you, if only he was president. It wouldn't happen if he was president. He keeps telling us that he was president. You'd feel safe. Well, he is president, whether he knows it or not. Tomorrow, the president heads to Kenosha, Wisconsin, which saw that rioting last week after the police shooting of Jacob Blake, despite pleas from the state governor and the city mayor for Donald Trump to stay away. Local officials have called in extra National Guard troops from multiple states as backup to their own police in Kenosha. Angela. A decommissioned American warship has been sunk during naval exercises off Hawaii. The former Navy supply ship was hit by several torpedoes. Australia is one of ten nations taking part in the Rim of the Pacific War Games. The bi-yearly exercise aims to foster cooperation between the United States Navy and allied nations. To Finance Now and joining me is Network Finance Editor Gemma Acton. Gemma, the pandemic continues to have a negative impact on housing prices. Yes, and house prices fell by 0.4% across Australia during August, with Melbourne unsurprisingly leading the way lower, values dropping by 1.2% last month in that city. Sydney also saw some weakness, prices were down by half a percent. Both cities are feeling the bite from the ban on overseas arrivals, and Melbourne's property market has been sidelined, of course, by ongoing social distancing measures. But in the other capitals, Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, and Hobart, prices were mostly flat. Meanwhile, Canberra saw a boost of half a percent. Regions have held up better than cities and lower value properties have seen less of a downturn than the more expensive ones. Nearly six months into the pandemic in Australia, many had expected greater price falls, but values have been shielded somewhat by a lack of properties available for sale, loan repayment deferrals offered by the banks and government stimulus. Now, though, with JobKeeper and JobSeeker being tapered back later this month, Experts are watching for more forced sales in the period ahead. And okay, thanks so much, Jem. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.